Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And now, on WEI.com, it's Talking Hoops with Paul Flannery. Everything you wanted to know about the Boston Celtics and the sport of round ball in general, all in one place. Talking Hoops with Paul Flannery on WEI.com. Big day, big day on the Talking Hoops podcast. We're going back to the roots today. The very first guest on the Talking Hoops podcast, the Bill Murray to my letterman, Michael Holly, <laughs> is in is in uh, here in studio. We're going to talk Celtics. We're going to talk playoffs. Michael, how are you doing? Paul, I'm doing great. And you know, Paul, we got to tell people, yeah. we're neighbors, yeah. but we never see each other. Never. Like, I see your family. Mm-hmm. I see your people. <laughs> I have one person. Walking by the house, but I never see you. Well, she, so works, this she is, works over there. That's right. So this is this is a great opportunity to see a neighbor in studio. <laughs> it is. It is. I, I missed you. And the you block also party. write. And you also write well about basketball. Well, oh, by the you. way, a neighbor who writes well about basketball. I missed you at the block party. You should have been there. I was there. Were you? Yes. Yeah, I didn't see you. No one cares. Okay. It's a big, it's a big now we're going. Now we're going to to inside baseball <laughs> slash basketball. So are you excited about the playoffs? As I am? are you kidding? After watching that last night. Now, well, and last, the last night, two weeks, last night, and the whole season. Last night means nothing. It means nothing. That was an exhibition game. It should have been played in Manchester, New Hampshire. Or something like that. <laughs> the fact that it was at the Garden is is laughable. It was laughable. It was horrible. And, and you look at you look at guys who who played well in that game, and you say, "Oh, maybe in the playoffs." I don't think so. No, I don't either. I to me, the rotation. So we're going to get into this a little bit. But first, do the Celtics need home court in the first round, or at, in the first in round. the first round? No, they don't. It looks like they're going to be matched up with Atlanta right now. Right. They don't need they don't need home court against Atlanta because there's just something about that team. And this goes back years and years. This goes back to Mike Fratello, the Mike Fratello Hawks. I mean, I don't know if it's the town. The town is not really into it's passionately not into basketball or they don't have the right mix of players, but you don't fear the Atlanta Hawks. So if you think about it, home court advantage. Even though Chicago Stadium is long gone, you say, I don't want to go to Chicago and play the Bulls. If the Knicks were good, you say, I don't want to go to New York to play the Knicks. No one in history has ever said, I don't want to go to Atlanta and play those those Hawks. I, I'm telling you, that's a tough place to play. It's a tough city to play because of some things that happen outside of the court. Very underrated you know on the saying. NBA tour. If Very you know underrated saying, stop. But I don't think it has anything to do with, with basketball. No, I tend to agree with you. I mean, the one thing I would say is you want to if if you're going to make a run in this playoffs, you want to get rid of this series as fast as you can. And I don't think they're going to be able to. I think this is going to be a, a six game series at maybe, minimum, maybe even a seven game, maybe series. even seven. Right. If, if, well, I'll, I'll say this: Do you think Al Horford can come back not looking like Sherman Clump? <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, you know, it's 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 at this point 148 on Wednesday, and as of 148 on Wednesday, Al Horford says he's not playing. In the first round. Maybe in love the second gamer. round. I love it. He's a gamer. He is a gamer. No, he really is. And if he if he were to play in the first round, I would be a little nervous about his presence, even though he's been out for forever. 
but he's still an all-star center in the Eastern Conference, and he's somebody you got to you got to think about. Even though he, he he must be out of shape, but he provides something that the Celtics don't have. That's their number one weakness: rebounding, ability to match up with with big guys. And he's not that big; he's six nine, six ten, but he plays big. And he's somebody that the Celtics would have some problems with, even coming off of an injury. So if he doesn't want to play into the second round, there will be no second round for the Atlanta Hawks. If he doesn't want to play to, into the second round, fine. There, There is one matchup here in this series that would concern me from the Celtics' standpoint. Joe Johnson. And Avery Bradley. Right. Yeah, that's the one. Well, Joe Johnson, as we've seen in the playoffs before, especially there at home, I don't know what it is about him when he plays – in Atlanta in the playoffs against the Celtics. No, he can be dangerous. He was a nightmare for them in 2008. You think about Ray trying to match up with them. It was difficult at times. It was difficult for Paul to match up with them. And he's got a pretty good size advantage over over Avery Bradley. So I can understand why you're concerned about it. But with, with Joe Johnson, and maybe this is an unfair criticism, when the Celtics traded him during his rookie year, hmm, when they traded him, Maybe this was propaganda, and maybe there's an element of truth to it. They said he doesn't have enough dog in him. He just doesn't have that killer sniper. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm about to end it. I'm the most talented player on the floor, and I'm going to shut it down right now. And at times he's done that, but not consistently. So you can say he should have a big-time matchup over Avery Bradley, and you may see it in a couple of games. What happens in the other four, the other five? So I'm not as scared as you are. I'm not, I didn't say I was scared. I know. I just see, my, my, see how I took that. <laughs> you see did. what I did there? You did. You totally twisted me <laughs> around there, Holly. That was good. That was a veteran move on your part. No, I mean, here's my thing with Avery Bradley. They need him on the court. And if you if if Atlanta's smart, they'll match up they'll match up Joe Johnson as the as the two guard against Avery Bradley and try to get him out of there. Well, the, yeah, that's true. Okay, on the flip side, how do you feel about Joe Johnson as a defender? Not so much. Right. Because Nor do I feel very good about Marvin Williams. So Paul Pierce should have a field day in this series. He should. The thing about Avery that's impressed me the most, and I didn't see it coming. I, mean, I was down on this kid last year, at the beginning of this year, when he was shooting 30%. Uh, he was miscast as a point guard. They don't have him playing point now off the ball. But the thing that's impressed me the most is that he has learned to cut to the basket like a veteran. And so Joe Johnson may take him to the post and make him look bad at times. But he's going to lose Joe Johnson on a few occasions, too, because Johnson is not a is not a great defender, and there aren't many help defenders on the Hawks either. No, they really aren't. And, you know, I, I, look, the Celtics should win this series. I don't think there's going to be anybody who says that, you know, who's going to pick, you know, unless you're being a contrarian, you're not picking the Hawks. In this we got some of those in We this do time. have some of those. My but goodness. There is one guy, though, of all the injured players, and I'm talking, and we'll throw Rondo into the mix, too. Back spasms are no joke. So we'll throw Rondo. Pastor White Howard. Ray yeah. Allen. Exactly. Petrus. Whose injury concerns you the most? Who's it, who is the guy? Obviously, you know, you need Rondo on the court, but but who's the guy that you need in this series? Ray Ray. Really? See, I go Petrus. Well, Ray Allen, despite the the bone spurs and the ankle problems, you look at his shooting percentage this year. He 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 is not he he hasn't had his regular season. I think the lockout has hurt him the most. Not in terms of being in shape. Ray Allen is always in shape. He'll be seventy five years old and he'll be in shape. True story. But it takes he's a pattern. He's a routine guy. He's a structure guy. So the lockout has taken away his structure. Um, the current offense 
has taken away some of his production. The improvement of Avery Bradley has taken away another routine. So now, you know, coming off the bench, I feel like Ray Allen, despite all those things, you look at his shooting percentage from three-point range, his shooting percentage from the field, is still very good. For for a guy his age, it's unbelievable. Reggie Reggie Miller and Ray Allen, when they're you know, Re, when Reggie's done broadcasting and Ray is done playing, they should like run a fitness corporation or something. They're they're freaks of nature. So if you get that guy going in the playoffs, it's an incredible advantage. Whether he starts or comes off the bench, and he's going to come off the bench, I think you really need Ray Allen more than anybody. Yeah, no, I mean you, you make a good point with that. My my point with Petrus is that he's the guy that can that can switch on Joe Johnson. He's the guy that can take him if you know if they're going to start with him. The way the way Atlanta plays, they're either going to start Johnson at the two or the three. And if you start him at the two, I w- it would not shock me if Petrus is ready to play if he actually started those games. I mean, the designation of starter really doesn't make that much of a difference right, with these I agree guys. With that. We saw it even when Ray was playing, they were all playing 30 minutes a night. The, that guy allows him to do a lot of different things in terms of versatility. And if you don't have him out there, you become very conventional, especially off that bench, which is very thin. You know what we've kind of left out? Hmm. The fact that the Celtics are in this position and we're talking about them as if they should win this series. Yes. This conversation would have been laughable in December. Uh, well, January. Absolutely. They were 15 and 17 at one point. <laughs> 32 games. Okay, halfway through the season, you're thinking – Maybe do you blow it up? It's a is this a lottery team? They've tried to blow it up. Danny Ainge tried. He was unsuccessful. He's been trying now, for two a, years. He's a little embarrassed that the story has gotten out. Ray Allen. He had Ray Allen traded. The deal fell apart. He tried to get Paul Pierce to New Jersey. The deal fell apart. So the fact that the Celtics are in a position where you think and I think they should win a first round series versus the Hawks, and I think. They're legitimate Eastern Conference finalist. Wow. Oh, you don't see me. <laughs> <laughs> see, I knew you were going there. Oh, I knew you were going okay. there. Yeah, I agree with that. I go, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Eastern Conference finalist now. Michael, no, let's not get crazy. But I do. I, there's one team I fear in the East, and it's a team you should fear, Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. I don't fear Miami. What's wrong with me? I don't fear the Miami Heat. No, you shouldn't. And they got two of the best five players in basketball. One of whom got banged three, up. They got three of the top 20, 15 players in the game. They got a, well, I was going to say, they got a coach who's nothing. <laughs> uh, but no, they got they got one of my favorite role players of all time, Shane Battier. Mm-hmm. They do some nice things. Why don't I fear the Miami Heat? Tell me. Educate me. Slap some sense into me, metaphorically. Come on. <laughs> du- I'm not sure Dwayne Wade's Dwayne Wade anymore. I think he's starting to slip. You think Dwayne Wade is slipping? Slipping. Now, that doesn't mean he's not still slipping. Ex- incredibly not good. Slipped. Not slipped. Slipping. You know what? I also think this. You mentioned Battier. Yep. He's having a horrible year shooting the ball. Mike right. Miller. Mike Miller has not done anything in two years. Norris Cole, their their point guard that they were all high on back in After January. After game two. Completely game falling five. apart. Right. Completely falling apart. I know the Celtics don't fear the heat. They don't. No. I know that. But you know what I knew? You, you, you bring up a point. A very good one. You know what I knew Dwayne Wade was slipping? When I saw him before, it was a Sunday afternoon game. It was, it was the Celtics playing the Knicks at the Garden. It was a Rondo historic triple-double from Rondo. Like, three guys in a league have mm-hmm. had a stat line like that. So, as they're leading up to the next game, I think it was Miami Lakers, 
Dwayne Wade walked in with some really tight white pants. At that point, I said, he's not the same. <laughs> 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 he, he the same. He's not the same. What happened to him? This guy used to have fantastic, impeccable fashion sense. And then he walked in with those white pants, those tight white pants, and everybody slept on it because um, because LeBron James happened to be carrying a purse. Right. <laughs> and the same shot. So we all, because LeBron James is an easy target, we all focus on LeBron's purse. And I just couldn't get over the tight white pants from Dwayne Wade. I, I know you're 6'5", and you're a strong dude. Right. And you're proud of your body. But you shouldn't be that proud. No, you really shouldn't. Come on. But this, this and they le- were Capris, too. <laughs> they were Capris. This leads to a really interesting question, though. About Capris? Yes, it's about Capris. No, the Six question five is men this. in tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> what, would, what constitutes success for the Celtics right now? What? Good know, question. Yeah. Good question. I think um, this is the last run. This is this last team. I mean, there's no way this group is going to come back. Ray, a free agent. KG, a free agent after this is over. I just don't see it. Oh, 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 I'll say this. The only way they come back is if they win a championship this right. year. They win a championship. You almost don't want to do the Jerry Krause thing and break it up before it needs to be broken. It'll up. be tweaked, though, tremendously. Yeah. Success, I think, is um, for a lot of people, for the majority of people, is getting to the conference finals and losing in a armor on the on the battlefield Game seven, overtime. These old warriors gave all that they had, but it just wasn't enough against the young, spry Chicago Bulls. That's success for a lot of people. Other people, it's Boston, let's face it. Tons of banners hanging up there, and not many Atlantic Division champion banners, championship banners, NBA Finals. So I think for a lot of folks, it's winning. Yeah. I To me— The whole thing. I, I'm I, I'm still having a hard time seeing how they get by Chicago in the second round. I just scary. I just don't see it because they're so big, and because they do the one thing the Celtics have absolutely no answer for, which is which is rebound. Okay, well let me correct it then. The whole battlefield scene versus you're right. It, it would have to be the Bulls in the second round. Mm-hmm. Battlefield scene versus the Heat, mm-hmm. and not versus uh, Chicago because they are they're in that bracket where they got to right. They win this series. They're right. gonna, and you unless, know, unless unless you think Chicago is going to lose to. Uh, you know, either the Knicks or Philadelphia. Absolutely not. But I will be curious to see how much Derrick Rose has and how healthy he is. I think, I think it's a co- really competitive series without Derrick Rose. But they're still good. They're so good. Yep. They're so athletic. But in that second round, okay, this is how you said you don't see how they get by Chicago in the second round. Chicago needs to be wounded a bit. So if Derrick Rose is at eighty percent. Or eighty-five percent. Okay, that's how they get by him, and it still won't be easy mm-hmm. because Chicago just has the length and athleticism that will give the Celtics fits. They rebound the hell out of the basketball, and a lot of people just haven't focused on this. You look at Paul Pierce in Chicago the last two years. Not good. Lou Aldang. Lou Aldang. Lou Aldang has had the the best of Paul Pierce on most nights. It's a really tough matchup for him. And it's not just Lou Aldang. You look at the small forwards Chicago has had over the last three or four years. Remember that epic series um, that the Celtics won? Derrick Rose's rookie year. John Salmons mm-hmm. was giving Paul Pierce fits. John Sa- Who? John, John, what? John Salmons? Excuse me? Giving Paul Pierce problems? But so that position has been a problem for the Celtics for many years now. It has. And... 
this is why I mean it would have been it would have been really good if they could have somehow gotten on that heat side of the bracket. If they could have somehow done that, I could have seen a repeat of 2010. They wanted the Cavs so bad. They did. And they, and and they, they knocked the them out. And they knew the fraudulent. They knew it. You knew it. You yeah. called it. And, you know, they, they, they played great against Orlando, won that series before Orlando knew what hit them. That worked out so perfectly for them. I'm not sure it would have happened if they had, say, Orlando in the second round that year. And that's why, you know, I'm, I'm just not seeing how they can get by Chicago. So who do you think? You, you, it sounds like you think Chicago was the best team in the East. No, I think Miami would beat Chicago so you got Nine Miami. Times out of 10, so you got but Miami I think, coming out of the East. Yeah, I do. So Miami comes out of the East. Who comes out of the West? I'm going San Antonio, and I know that's that's a that's a terrible because they got to beat either Memphis or, or the Clippers in the second round. But I still uh, think okay. San Antonio wow. is the best team in the is, in the West. They right got now. a little something for Memphis after last year. They got a little something for them. They might. Clippers. I don't know. It's been a nice year for them. Excited their fan base, I'm sure. You got Chris Paul, and that's great. And, you know, Blake Griffin dunking all over the place. San Antonio, I don't think, would be worried about the Clippers in the second round. Memphis has Memphis. proven that yeah, we can beat you. Well, we, we did it already. We just did it last year. It's not ancient history. Now, San Antonio can counter with, well, we didn't have Ginobili. Ginobili came back. He wasn't quite the same. We didn't really have our team. So we'll see. And, and we'll also see if Greg Popovich's theory – Late game, uh, late season theory, which I which I really like, is intriguing. He's kind of like the Joe Madden of basketball. Does these mm-hmm. quirky things. Oh, my team has a ten game winning streak. Hey, let me rest my starters. I'll snap the winning streak. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I don't care what you think. He really doesn't. Does this really pay off for them in the postseason? We'll see. I like that pick of San Antonio. I don't believe in Oklahoma City. I kind of think I that the either. Lakers are going to come out of the West. Ooh, I'm not buying. I it. think the Lakers are going to come out, and I think I have to start a show here. I think you do. And. I think it's going to be Celtics-Lakers. How about that? Celtics-Lakers. Celtics-Lakers. That's what I got for you, Paul Flannery. <laughs> Come by the neighborhood. Come by the house. Let's have a drink and keep talking about this. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Talking Hoops, Michael Holly, Go do your show. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. We'll be back soonish. I hope. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.